Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Tech Byte with Mark Strauss. And now, Mark Strauss. That the possibilities of wireless go far beyond its use in private communication. That we will establish a system of mass communication with regular programs in the public interest, news, weather reports, music, speeches, all manner of entertainment we will send over the air. We will establish a great new public institution. We'll call it broadcasting. How's that for an introduction, Mark Strauss? Good morning, everyone. This is show 98. I want you guys to know that I am so excited today about the 98th show, and we're going to talk about radio. And did you guys know that this is approximately 100 years since the first broadcast of radio occurred in 1920? On November 2nd at 8 p.m., the first election results to a campaign were said over the radio. Pittsburgh, KDKA was the first radio station to do a true broadcast and to think. The way we opened the show today was with that little verbiage that you heard pre-1920 about they were going to create something called broadcasting. Wow! And today, think about it. We take it all for granted. But in those days, when they created broadcasting, they thought they were going to bring on the most radical sense of social media, social engineering, that things were going to go radically wrong. What could happen? People were going to become more liberal. We did, actually. And more importantly, society was going to shift, change. The headlines were amazingly lit up with, is broadcasting good for society? Should we have broadcasting? A hundred years later, look at us. We have not only gone into broadcasting, we've gone into television, and from television we went into the Internet, and from the Internet we're going now into the metaverse. Insane, but kind of cool. And so today, that's what this show's about. And it's also a celebration of how we got here, that journey to start radio. And in addition to all of that, I've got some special content for everyone who's listening today. And that special content is on the brand new website, markstrauss.com. Please go and look at it on your mobile device or on your, on your computer, wherever you'd like to look at it. And you'll find that there is a little flashing button that will take you to a fan page just for this show. And we're going to be putting custom content constantly in that little area of the fan page for the show. And I have some links today for some old-fashioned radio shows for people to go and listen to some of my favorite old-fashioned radio shows. Uh, very, shows. Very cool. Where, where's this little flashing thing that I'm looking at? I'm on the website right now. the top of the screen. Oh, Bulldog's Rude Awakening Show. <laughs> Can't even see that. that you that's pretty large. Yeah, yeah. Bulldog, but it's there. Yeah. I want to thank for all the people in radio who actually invented radio in 1906, which, which is McConey's and uh, all of these incredible people, Hertz, you know, the scientists called Hertz. And all these people that came along this journey to make it possible for me and you and today to be able to do this fun show. And all these guests in our studio today sharing over the public airways. Yes. And that is yes. really where I'd like to take this story today. Okay. Is well. talk about the implications of radio and how everything that radio is assumed to do to society is now what we've been chatting about with social media and the metaverse. 
I think that's pretty insane. What's going on with the metaverse? I know that's the end of the you story, know, but I'll, I'll just you, you brought it up, so I figured I'd ask. You know, it's interesting. I would say to you, not the results everyone wanted, but the results that we predicted, which is right now the metaverse is getting kind of chopped up because everyone's coming in, Microsoft, Apple, and then, of course, you've got Facebook, Meta, and really all players right now are really trying to put their, get eyeballs onto their metaverse, you know, get people into their metaverses. I think it's a crapshoot right now, and I actually think it's very, very divided. And people are proclaiming that Meta is not doing well, Facebook's contingent isn't, and Apple is going to decimate them soon. Of course, we have to see that. We have to see Apple's entree with virtual reality goggles. We have to see what Microsoft does with what they've already got. And we have to see how this all works out. Remember, Microsoft's been buying up gaming companies like crazy because they intend to do their virtual world like in a portal you know, based around Windows. So you go into Windows, like, you know, Windows is business, and then you go into Windows Pleasure, and Windows Pleasure will be everything from the Xbox all, all the way to your PC. They want to have you in their portal. And they also are introducing mobile phones again on Android. Again, they want to keep you in their portal, just like Apple wants to keep you in theirs. And everyone wants you to, all to themselves, just like radio wanted 100 years ago to keep, you know, to get an audience. And, you know, something that's fascinating is that um, when I was working with Jerry to build A&C, we built it on the premise of advertising. You have to create something of value. And what's interesting is a radio 100 years ago did not, uh, did not have an advertising model. This is something that was invented. And it was actually a sales clerk at Westinghouse selling Westinghouse equipment and went on to be at Westinghouse who actually realized the value that you could actually pitch something on the radio and get a return for it. And they started to do that and they started to realize that sports games were very valuable. And the irony was the first real commercialization of radio was sports, similar to what AMC did with video boards is that the commercialization started with coming up with a way to make it uh, pay for itself. And then, of course, we know that old-fashioned radio shows started up afterwards and everything else. What's interesting is when you look at the growth of radio, it took from 1906 to 1920 before it became commercialized. The fascinating part was as soon as radio came out, the next thing that occurred was pirate radio stations, similar to hackers. <laughs> I just thought this was so crazy because the more I went on this adventure, I realized that, wow, there were so many parallels to today that have already occurred 100 years ago in the 20s. So in the 20s, what occurred was that you had to have licenses because your band, you know, the frequency that your radio station was broadcasting on, there was only so many to give out. Well, sometimes radio stations wanted to exist and not be licensed and be able to say whatever they wanted. And so we now know some very famous cases of in the 60s where radio stations were on oil rigs outside of the English coastline, driving the English authorities crazy because they were just in the international border, and they were a pirate radio station that was actually projecting rock and roll into England. And the government did everything in their power to shut them down. We have other cases in America of private radio, radio stations being off the coast and barges and on ships and boats. And those are really considered hackers. And governments, especially in the 20s and 30s and 40s, were worried that 
the Nazis, for example, in World War II would bring ships over and start broadcasting enemy messages and fake messages into the living rooms of Americans and take over broadcasts. So we're really worried about fake broadcasting. I'm not making any of this up. History just repeats itself over and over again. So far, do you find this guy fascinating? I find this completely fascinating. What's what fascinating? Are you talking? <laughs> <laughs> That's your friend, Bob, Mark. That's your friend, Bob. Yes, Mark, it is fascinating. I learned that like a radio wave keeps on going to infinity. Well, it does. So um, your broadcast, what we're saying now could be heard somewhere like light years away. That's correct. And, you know, it's very interesting is that if you think about it, all the first radio shows are actually beaming around the galaxy somewhere. And if you think of, you know, the speed of sound and the speed of light, we're all very close from the perspective of speeds. Right. They're beyond what we can actually comprehend. But the, we will basically have shows now that have gone beyond our solar system only in all of this time. Wait. It takes that amount of time to actually leave our galaxy or our solar system, wait, let alone the galaxy. Uh, wait, the Tech Byte shows have left? No, the Tech okay. Byte shows will be somewhere in our all solar system. All right, still. all right, good. Good. So, yeah, I want to keep those here. Because once we start going out there, there's a, a much larger audience. But it is, it is fascinating so, stuff. No, it is really fascinating because they, when you go back, and this is why I provided these, these radio shows on the link that I provided, uh, com to get day. Uh -huh. Because those links kind of show you, because I have war links in there, wartime links of wartime shows in World War II. Mm -hmm. So I want people to think about this, is we just went through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go to my links, you're going to be able to go back to World War II and actually live and experience World War II. And I want everyone to think about this for a second. We think we had it hard during the pandemic. You should actually experience D-Day on these links that I provided you and experienced the 24-hour NBC um, D-Day uh, coverage. Where, where are those links, and Mark? Where are those links at markstrauss.com? Those, those are all in, the, they're all in the, the link under the Bulldog Show at the top okay. of the website, markstrauss.com. You go, go to the fan page and you'll see I've, I've linked Got them it. and told them the story about them. And I really think people should listen to this. And what they're going to suddenly realize is that although the pandemic was really bad, we are not dealing with what they dealt with during World War II. And what I find more amazing is that all the fears they had during World War II were then very apparent during COVID and during the things that we dealt with presently. And what's amazing is we have got better at dealing with these crises over time. And it's really, in my opinion, an incredible education just to take a little trip back in time and get some perspective. And I think that the shortages they had during World War II and the things that the people put up with, worrying about are they going to be bombed? Are they going to be around tomorrow? Are there U-boats off the coast of New York? Are the U-boats going to actually, you know, uh, down the shipping that is being sent over to England? How many ships are going to be torpedoed tonight? How many people are going to die? And I found it fascinating because... You know, when you hear all the hype today and when you hear all the media, we always go, it's like the first time. This is the biggest, baddest, worst ever. No, it isn't. Yep. And I think that's really what I came out of this. So to preparing for this 98th show was really amazing because it kind of made me grow up in the process of listening to this material. Yeah.
I look forward to listening to it also, especially the D-Day one. It's really cool stuff. And then finally, and to really give some perspective to radio, is what has radio done? People don't realize that radio at first was a transmit-receive um, technology where you could basically transmit a message of Morse code from one area to another wirelessly. Then it turned into audio. Then audio became commercialized. But what we do forget is that radio also went into cars, creating a commercial zone called your driving time. That was revolutionary. That was similar to what we did in sports, putting signs behind home plate. There are these moments in commercial advertising that are just epic. Putting radios into cars was one of the biggest moves Detroit made to make cars more luxurious. Putting the ability for you to hear the news in your radio at home, in your office, actually was the first time we brought people together and people could hear the same news. And it actually galvanized people. And we then started socializing around a radio box in our living room. That turned into socializing around a TV. That then turned into social media. Mm. What's interesting is that radio and television would make people go into a living room as our new media is making us all go into our little worlds, which inside our personal devices. So the one thing that those old-fashioned medias did, radio and TV, was bring us back to family. And the new technologies we have today are actually pushing us away from family. I found that also fascinating, was there's lots of references in the advertising of family time, of people sitting down to listen to their favorite Western show, you know, a half-hour serial Western, maybe it would be Zero. And you would then hear the ads. Another thing that's fascinating when you hear the ads of Zero is you hear propaganda in the ads. And a lot of people think that the government today is heavily into propaganda. Well, it was definitely heavily in propaganda in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. Just listen to the commercials and the interstitials that go between the commercials. Amazing. And there's a lot of actual history lessons that were given over the radio, where basically radio shows would stop and give you a 30-second um, history lesson about the country, about a state, or about stuff. And there was patriotism, too. And that patriotism, something I think we've lost. We've lost a lot of patriotism along the journey. And again, if you listen to these shows, it will resurrect that patriotic um, love for our country, for what we do. And I found, I found that exhilarating. So I really hope people will go on this little mission. And archive.org, where I'm sending everyone, is an amazing resource. There's videos, there is pictures, and there is a complete resource to go back in time. And... I really recommend we do that, especially in today's world when we say we have it so bad, inflation's so bad, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow? I think by going back in time, it gives us perspective to be happier about today. And I'm truly happy about some of the things I've seen happen in the United States recently on technology, what's happening in the, the EU, in Europe, um, specifically on making technology more accessible, the right of repair, and all of these issues. But this is what's crazy. Right of repair was also an issue in the 20s about radio boxes needed to be repairable and actually not be lethal and kill you. In those days, they had a problem that you had to put these big clunky batteries into a radio and the batteries could actually kill you. And they had to make radio safe. What's interesting is 
people were calling them death boxes. Just saying, and we're calling social media today destructive. So many parallels. So I, I am really blown away by history. It does repeat. And we really do need to know history in order not to repeat it. Mark Strauss, episode 98, 100 Years of Radio. Tech Bytes. MarkStrauss.com. The link to the fascinating stories are there at MarkStrauss.com. There's a flashing Bulldogs Root Awakening show at the top. Click that link, and, and it will uh, bring you to all these stories and the links. And you work very hard to do this, Mark, and I appreciate it. I can't wait to listen to them tonight.